It's time for week seven of the college football season. Do Jimmy and I think Alabama can survive the big orange wave? Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? It's a third Saturday in October Eve. So I'm giddy with excitement. I'm just staring at the third Saturday in October tree with all the presents underneath. You may not be be able to contain your excitement, but you look like you're doing a great job of it. (laughs) Well, it's early for us. This is a little bit. Uh, It is early. It is early early as we record. Um, So, Jimmy, first of all, I want to tell everybody about a new sponsor, Sling TV. This episode of Locked on Bama is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss this week's matchup between, you know, Bama, Tennessee or uh, Michigan, Penn State, any of those games. You can see them right there on Sling TV. The TV you love for a price you'll love. Try Sling TV today. All right. You know, Jimmy, um, Peyton Manning, I I swear I thought they said Dolly Parton was going to be the guest picker on – Game day, I, but I, I saw that too. I wonder there, there's probably I'm guessing a uh, yeah I'll do it, but and then the next day uh, no I'll cap. I mean I think that happens a lot. Well, it, today is National No No Broad Day. She may be recovering all day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, <laughs> in, I'm sorry that I just saw on Back- Twitter. Today is National No Bra Day, and like it just dawned on me. I mean, yeah, Dolly Parton's going to have a bad Saturday. Um, <laughs> or Black Swords. You know, <clears throat> anyway, you know, Hallmark, Hallmark, National No Bra Day. These Hallmark people stop at nothing. We'll just invent any <laughs> holiday. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so it is Peyton Manning. And as a good friend of ours pointed out, Peyton Manning wore number 16. We're going for number 16 in a row. Is that an omen one way or the other? But we're going to discuss that later because, as always, we're going to make predictions on other games before we get to Bama, Tennessee uh, in the latter part of this podcast. And I think there's no better place to start than Auburn and Ole Miss. And as my brother once famously said, if Auburn plays any earlier on Lifetime and Alabama plays any later on Primetime, they're going to be on Friday nights and we're going to be on Sunday afternoon. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Auburn will be at 11 o'clock on ESPN against Ole Miss. And frankly, I mean, look, I, I'm I'm so uh, – what's the word? I, I got so much shell shock with all things Auburn just having grown up in Alexander City that I never, ever, ever consider them – really out of something. But if you just took off the AU on the helmets, I don't see how there's any way they are mentally in this contest. I mean, I just feel like um, Ole Miss is better. I don't think Ole Miss is fantastic. Their schedule hadn't been great. They've been kind of fortunate to survive some games. They've had some second-half collapses in, like, Tulsa where they didn't score at all. But I I just think – Ole Miss is so much better than Auburn. And Auburn's not just dealing with uh, bad depth. They also have some injuries. They're not dealing with a horrific offensive line. They've got injuries on that offensive line. So, yeah, I think Ole Miss wins and probably wins easily. 
Yeah, I think last week, I think I said Georgia would win 49 to nothing. And was it, uh, I didn't, I can't even remember, was it 49 10? 42 10. 42 10. Okay. So I'd, I'd overdone it a little bit because I was about to say they covered. They covered. Even at 42 10. Yeah, I guess so. It was 30 to, it was 30 and a half. So they, Georgia covered. Uh, why? Okay. So Georgia covered. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I was about to say 56 nothing. And that makes it sound like I'm super high on Ole Miss. I, I am high on Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is very good. They're they're definitely a good team. I just see things in place here for a real blowout that makes Ole Miss look better than they are and, and Auburn possibly even worse than they are. And Lane, I think, has the personality for this. I mean, there's a lot of Lane stuff going on in terms of his name associated with this job and that job, and that's a Jimmy Sexton thing. Uh, you know, I don't really believe Lane is going to be the head coach at Auburn. I really don't. But I think that Lane enjoys uh, that type of discussion. And I think he likes his name there. And I think in some ways, one of the reasons I'm thinking this would be such a blowout is this is kind of a, a Lane audition for the Auburn job that I don't think he really wants anyway. <laughs> but I, 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 I think Ole Miss at home is going to crush Auburn. Uh we got to remember Auburn is still a big name to Ole Miss and their fans. I mean, to Ole Miss and their fans, crushing Auburn. It's not like crushing Alabama or LSU, but Auburn is still a big name to Ole Miss fans. They have lost to Auburn the vast majority of times they've played. Uh, uh, so I, I, I think all, Ole Miss just absolutely crushes uh, an Auburn team that in some ways probably wish the season was already over. And you know what? I think that's a great point because I'm with you. I I think Lane can get is I think there's a, a big hmm a big argument to be made for Lane staying at Ole Miss, probably accomplishing about as much as he could at Auburn, making about the same money and having less expectations and, and also having less constrictions. You know, look. Auburn's got more resources. Auburn's the better program. There's no doubt about that. But I think if he's at Ole Miss, I think he can have about the same success. Auburn's every year opponent is Georgia. Ole Miss is, is Vanderbilt. So there's one extra win for Ole Miss every single year. Ole Miss doesn't play non-conference teams usually as good as Auburn does. So there's another extra win for Ole Miss every single year, along with their other two soup cans. And then, you know, I just feel like um, it, it make it, if Ole Miss – beats Auburn really badly, I think Ole Miss will panic and say, we don't want you going to Auburn, so here's $10 million a year. And Auburn would say probably here's $10 million a year. And I think he will go 9-3, and 10-2, and 8-4 and four all the time at both places. So why not stay at the place that's going to demand less and uh, revere you more? That's, that's my take on that. But we need to scoot yeah. – go ahead. I know. One more point, and, and this is a good lesson, I think, for everyone. We have to change – how we rank who are the biggest programs, who are the biggest and best programs. Because for 100 years, it's been a certain list, right? The list is changing. And this is why. Conference realignment and television contracts. Now, the SEC and the Big Ten are big boy college football. Everyone who's not in the SEC and the Big Ten is trying to get in the SEC or the Big Ten. There's very few true power teams that aren't going to be in the SEC in the Big Ten in the next five years. So guess what, Ole Miss? Welcome to the big time. 
Ole Miss is, is a completely different program today than they were even 10 years ago, and it's because of the SEC and Big Ten leaving everybody in the dust. The SEC and Big Ten schools will get enormous pieces of the TV pie. That makes Ole Miss a big-time program, and frankly, I'm not so sure that Ole Miss isn't on an equal footing with Auburn. I, I, I think the entire SEC is at a certain level, a really high one, and, and there's two or three SEC schools like the Alabamas, the Georgias, the LSUs that are slightly above the rest of the SEC, uh, kind of like how Michigan and Ohio State are above the other Big Ten schools. Uh, but Ole Miss is, is probably uh, easily a top 20 program, easily a top 20 program. I, I, I believe that, absolutely. Jimmy, we're going to go ahead and tell everybody about Underdog Fantasy right now. If I can ever, there we go, Underdog Fantasy. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up your college football season. Look, it's so much fun. I've played it. You'll love it. Go try out Underdog. You can go to Apple Store, Google Play, wherever you get your apps. You can go to Underdog Fantasy, but you can also do it online. Um, it's super, super easy. Like, for instance, if you want to take – Bryce Young or Jalen Milrow or Hendon Hooker. You know, that may be a better one. We know he's going to play. If you wanted to say his over-under is, I don't know, probably 250 for this weekend. I haven't looked at the line, but I'm guessing it's around 250, 300 yards. You can say, I think he's going to do over that or under that. That's all it is. It's an over-under on player individual, and it's so much fun. Uh, you can do it also – uh, on touchdowns. You can do it on completions, whatever you want. They'll have a lot of different spreads like that. If you want to take Georgia QB Stetson Bennett lower than 277 yards against Vanderbilt, I think that's probably a good bet. Um, that's probably a really good idea. Uh, you need to go and just make your own picks. It's so much fun. It's easy to play. It's available in over 30 states. You just pick between two and five of these. So your odds get better, you know, the more you pick. If you have five of them and you hit all of them, you certainly win more than you would if you only picked two and won both of them. Uh, but very, very easy to do. Sign up with the promo code Locked On. That's one word. And Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. You can't beat that. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store, wherever it is. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code Locked On. That's one word. Trust me, you will love this. This is so much fun and keeps you engaged in all the games. It's, it's just awesome. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. All right, Jimmy, I, not a lot of great SEC games. There's a lot of great college football. Not a lot of great SEC games necessarily. Um, one other SEC game to talk about, LSU and Florida. I, I mean, I'm only vaguely bringing it up because it's not that great of a game. I mean, both teams already have a couple of losses. Um but in that regard, I think it's important. Stephen A. Smith had somewhat of an odd rant yesterday talking about college football. It's been kind of weird. Auburn fans have been all over Bomani Jones, who I also am not a big fan of. But Bomani Jones went off on the Auburn job saying it's not a great job for these reasons. And frankly, even though I'm not, not an Auburn defender, I was like, yeah, Bomani, you don't seem like a college football dude. I mean, I never hear you talk about it, so I don't know that you know the ins and outs of Auburn. But then Stephen A. Smith talked about how – He's heard Brian Kelly is just not fitting in well at LSU. Uh, the fans don't like him. The administration's not fitting in with him. The players aren't fitting in with him. And I was thinking, that's kind of strange because they've gotten some really good commitments here recently. But whatever. Uh, who do you think wins this? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Stephen A. Smith would have better contacts than, than me, I would think. But I, I 
feel just the opposite has happened to LSU. I think it's been a good fit so far. Uh, and 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 anyone anyone surprised that LSU is struggling just doesn't know LSU's roster like 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 we do here in the South. Uh, I, I like the LSU Florida game just simply because Luke. Um, while neither team is great. I think both teams are capable, and I think th these are two evenly matched teams. These are two rebuilding SEC teams that are brand-new coaches, building rosters, building cultures. I like both Brian Kelly as a, as a good football coach, and I like Billy Napier more personally. Uh, I think this could be a really exciting game. Is it two teams battling to see – Who's, who's going to contend in the West and the East? No, no. But this is a good college football game because these are two evenly matched teams with great histories and great fan bases. Uh, to me, this game is fun. Uh, I like LSU to win in, in, in a really tight, fun game. Uh, boy, I'm with you on that. I think I'll go with Florida, though. I'll pick Florida in a close one. home, right? No, no rhyme or reason. Yeah. It's in Gainesville. So. Yeah, I mean, I think – I think Florida owes LSU a little bit because last time they played that game in Gainesville, you know, that was Shoegate, and uh, that really hurt Florida a pretty good bit. Um, okay, let's talk about two of the games that are uh, out there that aren't SEC because they're so important. They're undefeated on undefeated. That's Michigan-Penn State and then Oklahoma, T Oklahoma State-TCU. Um, without going into a lot of detail, because we want to get into Bama-Tennessee, winners for those two games. Um, I'm going to, I think Michigan's probably going to beat Penn state. Uh, this could be another really good game. Uh, boy, and a great, great matchup. Uh, I think Penn state has a real chance to win. Uh, I think this Penn state team is good. I think Michigan might be a little bit better than good. And that's why I'm going to pay. I'm picking Michigan to win. I'm going to sort of pull for Penn state. And I think Penn state has a realistic chance to win this game. Uh, but in the end, uh, I like J.J. McCarthy better than Sean Clifton, and I think he's more likely to make the play that wins the game. Uh, Michigan's running backs also, you know, having a big year. Uh, I think Michigan's program slightly better than Penn State. This could be a really good game, though. I won't be surprised if it goes the other way, but I like Michigan by, by one score. And I definitely think you like Michigan Michigan's quarterback more because you pronounced his name correctly. Isn't it Sean Clifford? That's Penn State. That's what I said. You said Sean Clifford. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. I think I said I, like, I meant to say I like JJ McCarthy better than Sean Clifford. That's what I meant to say. You just like so it better than some random dude I'm named Sean Clifford. Shorten the sentence to I like JJ McCarthy better than Sean Clifford to Sean Clifford. Yeah, <laughs> boy, which which makes so much sense. Uh, but no, I Michigan Michigan's on good footing right now. Let me tell you. I mean, for all the Harbaugh detractors, and there's many, and 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 I'm not the biggest fan either. But when you make the playoff and you're in the Big Ten, and then you start the next season five and zero, six and zero, and you beat a top ten Penn State, guess what? They got it going on. That's a big, big deal. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Penn State to win this game. I think that's. I just think they they're more battle tested. I mean, Penn, Michigan has played a bunch of. Um, soup cans. They just have. So I, I, I'm going to go Penn State. And then I'm also going to go with TCU just because I think, yeah. you know, playing at home, I think TCU is better. Just one word answer on there so we can get into Tennessee. TCU, uh, TCU at home, but uh, another great game. Yeah, it's going to be. Look, I'm glad I got my three television set up 
for this weekend, humble brag, because I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also doing like some folks coming over because this is sort of like an early birthday party for me. And I'm I don't I'm not big on birthday parties, especially not at 50, but uh, I'm having a lot of I mean, a lot. I don't know who's coming over. I told here's my party. This is the perfect party for me. I said, I'm turning 50 in a week and a half. And my wife likes to have parties. I don't like to have parties. And I said, I'll compromise. I want it to be a come and go. Bring your kids. Don't bring your kids. Bring your grandmama. Don't bring your grandmama. I don't care. I'm going to be watching the Alabama-Tennessee game and have two other games on. Anybody is welcome to join me. Anybody is welcome to say, I don't want to come. Anybody is welcome to bring a gift or not bring a gift. I don't care. I'm 50. I don't need anything anymore. So, um, except Geritol. So if you if, if you want to come, I would love to see you. If you don't come, it doesn't hurt my feelings. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. So, um, and that that stands to reason. So there's there we are. Um, well, you have a BY, you have a BYOG party just like Clemson. Dabo said the Clemson <laughs> thing is bring your own guts. Yours is bring your own Geritol. <laughs> that is very true. Um, Geritol even a thing anymore? Does I don't that, know. I mean, is it a, do they even make that? I don't even, I'm old and I don't even know what it is. Is well, it liquor? It's not liquor, is I, it? I kind of forgot what it is, and that's because I don't. I hadn't been taking my Prevagen, so I mean everything's kind of off with me. Um, all right, Alabama, Tennessee. Look, we've been talking about memories all week, um, and and they're fun, man. I, I do kind of miss the importance of this game. I don't. I'm not saying I wish, oh, I wish all these games were tighter. I love blowing them out every week. I love seeing Bo Scarborough's highlight of putting his hand in the face of that guy uh, in Knoxville, that particular time on his big run. Um, I love making Gary Danielson go, oh, sheesh, like a few times every single Alabama-Tennessee game. All you have to do is go watch Tua Tungvaluwa's pass to Jalen Waddle in 2018. That was a dime. And that's when Gary Danielson was like, um, two is pretty good. And Waddle is also very good. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I am a little worried about this game. I, I wonder, I think I'm gonna pick Alabama regardless, and I'll save my pick for the next segment. I think I'm gonna pick Alabama regardless of who starts at quarterback, but it's close, Jimmy. It's close. Yeah, uh, I can see another close game. This will probably be one of the classics, uh, regardless of which way it goes. Um, two top ten teams, two legitimate top ten teams. Um, Tennessee really believes they can win. I wonder how many times in this 15-year streak they really believed they would win. I know this is one. It's at least one. It's this one. Uh, they're good. They'll score. Even against Alabama's quality defense, Tennessee's going to score. Uh I can see it going either way. Uh, I considered all week picking Tennessee. I'm not. Uh, unlike a lot of Alabama fans, uh, one thing that's kind of set me off this week is I've seen the if Bryce plays, Alabama wins. If Milrow plays, Alabama loses. That Man, do these folks watch sports? I mean, anything can happen. Alabama's good at the other 21 spots, mm-hmm. you know? And secondly, Bryce hasn't won every single time he's been out there. I mean, that's like Bryce plays, Alabama wins. Yeah, usually, but Bryce lost to the same Texas A&M team that Milrow beat last week. I mean, you just can't blanket statement say Bryce plays, Alabama wins. <laughs> that's that's probably not true. And Milrow plays, Alabama loses. I'll certainly admit, sure, 
Alabama's got a better chance of winning with, with the Heisman Trophy, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner rather than the redshirt freshman. That is true. But, you know, Milrose scored 35 at Arkansas, and Arkansas is every bit as good on defense as Tennessee. So I would say if Milrose played, I would expect Alabama to score around 35 points. But I think right, Alabama. Go ahead. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come okay. back, we're going to actually give our predictions. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's my prediction, Jimmy. I'm going 41-33 Bama, and um, therefore Alabama covers by half a point. And I think the most important stretches of the game are the very first kick, the first drive for either team, you know, whoever gets it. I think the first drive is immense because if Alabama gets something like a three and out, I think you will see sphincter tightening all around Tennessee. Uh, If Alabama gets the ball – and does something like go three and out. I think you'll see, especially if it's Jalen Milrow, I think you'll see sphincter tightening on the Alabama sideline. Now, um, conversely, if Tennessee were to score when they if they get the ball first, I think that play the roof will come off that place, whatever roof is left. And then I and and the same way with us, if we get the ball and score a touchdown on the first drive, I think everybody'd be like, oh boy. You know, so I, th- this first drive is huge to me. And the other part of the game that's huge is something that I've never paid a lot of attention to, and I should have. I didn't even know what the term middle eight meant for a long time. But the middle eight is the final four minutes of the first half, first four minutes of the second half. So while I'm talking about the first possession being important, I think it's even better to have the ball with about four minutes to go until halftime, then have a controlled drive for either team, go down, get even so much as a field goal, and then get if that team gets the ball first in the second half. That's what's really important to me because you can have a chance to, to to get two straight scores. That's very, very big, um, and I'm hoping Alabama dominates that area. And I think that's where, again, it, a lot of this is up in the air because it depends on who gets the ball first, yada, yada, yada. But I think that by the time you get to that final four minutes in the second half, you've sort of got an idea of, of ball control and what can happen. So if Alabama will take care of that middle eight, I think they win this game. They get in – in ahead by two or three scores, you know, something like 17 points or, or 10 points. And then Tennessee's kind of playing catch up. And I think that's where we want them. So I'm going to say Alabama wins 41, 33. I'm assuming Bryce Young plays. I'm, I'm not going to change my prediction, even if it's Jalen Milrow though. I like that. Uh, uh, I, I considered strongly all week picking Tennessee to win the game. Uh, partly just due to momentum, not because I think Tennessee is a better team. I, I wonder if Tennessee might be a better team this Saturday than Alabama. I think that's very possible. Uh, I also would would fully believe a couple things, though. If Tennessee wins Saturday, I do think Alabama may be playing better by the end of the year, and, and Alabama could still win in Atlanta, whether it's against Tennessee, whether it's against Georgia. Uh, you know, I, I, I Alabama needs Bryce. I do expect that Bryce Young will be back, and I, I think Bryce Young will play the whole game. That's what I believe. Um, and to be based on that, I'm not going to predict if I thought it was going to be Jay or some level of Jalen plus Ty Simpson. I'm not sure, but I, I think that Bryce is going to start play the whole game. And I think with him missing time, not to be the best Bryce Young we've ever seen, I think it might be to Bryce, you know. Uh, uh, and, and being, but uh, in the end, I do think Alabama's got more players than Tennessee. 
Alabama is much better defensively than Tennessee. Those things will make the difference, and Alabama will win a very, very tight game, uh, 35-28 with a late touchdown to win the game. Uh, and, and Bryce will be a, a bit, a bit of a hero. And Alabama holding Tennessee to 28 will be a one heck of a performance by the pass rushers in this uh, really good defense. I'm going to pay a lot of attention to how many, not necessarily how many sacks Alabama gets, but how many pressures we get. Because I don't think we're going to get a ton of sacks. They snap the ball quick, and they throw it really quickly. So I think it's going to be about trying to get those same amount of pressures we had last week. And I think that's going to be very important with the with the caveat that we got we got to create some turnovers. We got At some point, we got to start getting some interceptions. We have two on the year, and one of them is by Will Anderson on a tip. That's weird. That's just weird. So it is. Um, all right, buddy. We will talk after the game. So until then, everybody, roll tide. Roll tide.